It's Dick Little from the Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to the Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. And Big Dick Toledo sits somewhere near us doing something we don't want to do. Hmm. Well done, gang. Congratulations on getting to Tuesday on this uh, miserably hot August now. It's the end of August, and we're hitting 115s, 116s. I, for one, like it. Fitty said, however, does not. Yeah, I, I didn't that. even know Fitty was in town. I'd have gone to that. We, you should. We'd have gone to that. Brett. I would have went so quiet. I didn't know he was here. It was good. Funny I enjoyed. The well, it wasn't here, Brady. It, it didn't happen. But it's happening tonight. <laughs> Actually, it's not happening. All right, you didn't go. You don't know what's going on. Pop pop's talking. Uh, yeah, the final lap tour. This is it. Hey, is he's that what he's tour- calling it? Yeah, he's, he's not. Supposedly, he's done touring. Stop it. We've learned. Look, Until he needs to make a payment on the house. I'm 51 years old. I'm tired of hearing this. This is our final tour. I've been to the Eagles' last six final tours. Yeah. Cher's been doing final tours since the late 80s. Oh, Ozzy, Ozzy yeah. for Christ's sake. No More Tours was 1992. And he's coming to town again on a... He looks like Hannibal Lecter now. He's on a handcart. He promised. Yeah, well, Fiddy's not doing it. You you, you know, you can find him in a club because he ain't going to be on the stage tonight. And then you make a... You know, I'm not going to ever question his toughness. Period. Nope. Zero. Fiddy is a dude who's been blasted eight times. If he doesn't want to stand in the heat, I don't blame him. Like, he's been through enough. Plus, he's about my age. So I, but you booked the show in August in Phoenix. It's kind of your fault. And what's your threshold, 108? He said 116 is too dangerous for everybody. No, it's not. Unless he just knows something we don't. Like, at a certain temperature, rap fans start shooting. And he's like, I'm, a little, I'm not going to do that. That <laughs> triggers me a little bit. And I'm not going to go on stage when there's that kind of stuff. So, 50 Cent, not going to do it. Now... 116, he at least had the guts to say, it's too goddamn hot to do a show. Dave Draymond, about a month and a half ago, blamed the equipment. Didn't didn't have Fiddy's courage to go out there and say, it's too goddamn hot. I'm not doing it. It's too hot. The sun. Yeah, yeah, he's Mr. People of the Sun. He's in that stupid jumpsuit like a janitor. Uh, he needs to step up and say, all right, Fiddy said what I should have said, which is it was just too hot to do a show. I gotta. I admire that. Like I ain't going out in that crap. So fifty. Uh, if you're here yet, on I don't even think he showed up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Screw that. I'd have been wherever it is in 160. Yeah. Why would you come out? Well, I don't know if he came out yesterday and like, like uh, uh-uh. uh, like he felt the air and was like, nope, I'm not, not doing this. Happen. Yeah. Or somebody just told him it's gonna be 116. It's just, okay. Screw that. That's an oven. Not doing it. And I don't blame him. Now again, you booked August. That's your fault. You run that risk. Late August, a little surprising to get that hot. But it gets that hot sometimes. 
lived here a long time. You talk to a few people and go, what's the highest it's ever been on August 29th? And they just told you like 114. That's pretty hot. We're going to break that record, but it can happen. So, fitties out. It's strange, though, because, I mean, we've lived here most of our lives, and it's like these are the first times I can remember ever. concerts being canceled due ever. to heat. I Ever. And I know it's hot. Don't get me wrong. But. Right. I'm with you. I've lived here since I was 10. And you're right. I have never, nobody's ever said it's just too damn hot. Never. Yeah. I mean, I've been in torrential monsoons that were 108 to start and miserable lightning and crazy. And we all just stood in it. And it used to be the fun of the ticket, rain or shine. And part of shine, which I don't think you can put on a ticket anymore, <laughs> is that it it's could permanently be permanently on there. It could be shining like 116 degrees worth. So, anyway. No rain or shine tonight. That's how it works out. Too hot. That's a, that sounded worse than it needed to. You know what I meant. It's, it's too hot. It's not going to rain. It's too hot. No shows. And I don't. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think that's the last of it. I think we're going to start hearing that a lot more. Oh yeah. Like it's these. getting old. The brewing at night. The clouds bubbling. Their little lightning. Oh, they start and then teasing. Just, yeah. yeah. Then it goes away. I don't mind that. I started something yesterday that. Boy, I, I think I burned my eyeballs. I, I think that's a thing. What'd you watch? Saturday. No, no, no. I wish it was watching. Saturday, I was in the pool, and I noticed that the hard water line across the tile was pretty prominent. And I went over, and I started to scrape it a little with my thumbnail. And I'm like, this comes off. Like, I think I'm going to do something about it. So I looked online, and they're like, don't use chemicals. Just get a pumice stone. Scrub it. My hands are bleeding. So I yesterday I hop in the pool. I'm like, I've got a project. And I start scrubbing, and this is not easy. I'm like, this stuff doesn't come off. That My thumbnail was just chipping. I picked the worst tile. It, like, chipped right off. I'm scrubbing away. And I get about around the corner of the pool, and I, I'm like, what the hell is going on? My arm's on fire. My eyes are, like, bleeding. I'm sitting at 116 degrees, working my ass off in the pool. You forget you're in the pool, so you don't know you're sweating as hard as you actually are. I start to kind of go out. I'm like, I'm going out in the pool. Like, am I overdoing this? And I and then I just was, I realized how how long do I have here? And I got about 18 tiles. I have 204 tiles. <laughs> I didn't do any research on my own pool. There are 204 tiles all the way around my pool that have a water line on them. I'm not doing that. So now my pool has one line of just really nice tile, and it's like 18, 20 of them. And I, but my eyes have not been the same. Like, I think I sunburned my eyes. Or I got pumice dust in them. I don't know. My hands are Yeah, bleeding. that is weird. Oh, it's brutal. I, I cooked them. I cooked myself. And I'm like, just... You still have fingerprints? N- not on my thumbs. Because yeah. that was the one I was really going with. And that, but pumice is, like, nice in your hand. It's nice and soft. It just scrubs your skin off. My, my, I feel like, a, like I've got hand herpes. It hurts. So, and I'm terrible at projects. I'm ter- I've, I've got to learn my lesson that I'm, A, not handy at all. I am worthless. And, B, when I start something, I need to count the tiles first and then recognize the deep end, dumbass. There's no, I can't get any pressure. Treading water treading and water scrubbing. For, what, what was I thinking? That I was going to tread water the entire time around the deep end where there's 89 of the tiles? No. So I started counting them. I'm like, are, am I insane? All I was ever going to do was half of this. This is, I mean, that's the definition of a half-assed project. And I halved the half I can do. And then I just start, all I thought about yesterday, and this is terrible, because this, Brett, you'll love this. 
all I thought of was, would I let the Home Depot guys in my pool? <laughs> would I allow those parking lot workers to actually get in my pool? And I don't know why I wouldn't. If I gave them all pumice stones, and go, all right, get to work, boys. And just watch it's them. Funny. It's funny. Uh, do I give them trunks? I mean, how does it work? It's caddy day. Because all the dogs go in there. <laughs> there are, yeah. But well, it's different. It's not about dirty. It's just what I let the yeah, it is. dogs it are. Is. No, it isn't. It's about about. stealing. It's about knowing my backyard. Oh, it's about knowing my, No, no, no. It has nothing to do with. I don't think they're a lesser people, Brady. I just think that the Home Depot crowd probably has a couple of friends. They're going to eyeball the situation, maybe poke their heads into where my, I keep my bikes. Well, I pictured them jumping in with, you know, full jeans, long shirt. Right, and that's what I was... Right, right from uh, cutting grass <laughs> or something. Trabajo en agua. Si, sí, si. Sí. Uh, 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 scrub uh, boots. Steel-toed boots. Yeah, they're just standing in it, treading water on the other end. It's easy. Like, my God, those are the only people I wanted to hire. I'm like, well, I don't know if I want them hanging out in my pool and getting all cozy back here because eventually they're gonna they're peeing in it that's one thing that's for sure but that's what the chemicals take care of and then i just shock the hell out of it it has nothing to do with people being dirty it has everything to do with you know which one of them wants to steal my stuff they get a good eyeball lay of the land you know it's a nice pivot e-bike. Right. I got a pivot e-bike sitting there if they poke their heads into that little area they're like there's like four of them man. <laughs> no no so then my bigoted brain's like, nope, can't do that. Who do I hire for this? Teenagers? They don't do anything. I don't want them in my pool either. They'll steal too. Try our promo stuff. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Your pool guy won't uh, do it? My pool? Randy? Yeah. going to go around and scrub all my tiles? It took me about an hour and 45 minutes to get 18 of them done. I'm not even going to ask Randy to do that. He's a busy man. You're welcome, Randy. So I think I got to drain it and then I get a team of professionals in there and pay top dollar. But I am the worst. I, I absolutely am terrible. at Like if I come up with a project, you can count on it being about three quarters of the way finished before somebody needs to come and fix what I've done. And by the way, got back in the pool last night. It's an okay job at best what I did. I mean, if, if you were to grade me, it was like a B minus. The edges are all. You can tell it was done. You can tell it was done, yeah. and you can tell that midway through the guy's like, some of this is too hard. <laughs> like, some of the tiles, I'm just like, close enough. It's a B-minus effort. And now you see it every oh. day. Oh. Well, actually, what I did last night when I looked, I was like, not bad. And now you really see the tiles I didn't do. That hard water line is brutal. It's all, And I've got blue tiles, so it shows real nice right down the middle. It was horrible. My eyes are cooking. My hands are all bloody, and I don't want to have Home Depot people in my pool because they'll steal. <laughs> Drain it and then just scrub it up with that lime away. Yeah, that's what I'll end up doing. They say uh, sulfamic acid crystals. is. Oh, there's weird. loads of that. Yeah. I just don't want to play with chemicals because yeah. I'm already dumb. I'll end up burning my eyes out. You can call a company that says between $50 and $100 an hour for tile. It's going to take them hours. Yeah. That's not too bad, though. It ain't Brady's three fifty, but it's not too bad. Hundred dollars an hour, whatever, George what you, Jensen. Time for you to go back to the future. People don't get paid that here. Three fifty. Yeah. So uh, if if you ever have something you need done, I'm not your guy. I am terrible at projects. Terrible. And it ain't gonna change. That pool's gonna remain. One quarter done. That's all. Not even a quarter. An eighth.
That was the hardest work I've done in a long time. My shoulders hurt. My hands hurt. Projects. Projects suck. They just suck. On the Pebble Pebble Tech, it's a little different line. And uh, I had I drained it, and I mean the guys drained it, and then they went along. Yeah, they they you didn't had do some anything. kind of a you didn't do a single thing. gel that you yeah. put on there. You definitely had to mask up. Yeah, on that's that. that acetate stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that is either. And I'm not using that because I'll kill myself. I'm too. You get chemicals, uh, table saws, uh, anything f- beyond a drill, and there's a good chance my jugular's open. Chemicals, I'm definitely going to swallow some. Or burn my hands off. I, I'm an idiot. And I get so upset with myself because I'm a grown man who grew up with a construction dad. Who, by the way, also, not handy. The dude built stadiums. You try to get him to build something at the house, his spice rack looked like, you know, they blindfolded him. He would have gotten B-minuses in wood shop at best in junior high. And his skill level for construction was incredible. Just around the house, terrible. I learned it from him. Not a handy dude. He could measure everything. He could snap lines like nobody's business. He could draw something. Once we got to it, and he was a hammer and nails guy. When we got our own supplies, and and my dad also wouldn't trust me with a table saw. I remember we built a gazebo once. Drew this big, beautiful gazebo in the backyard. I'm like, that looks great. And he goes, well, we'll put pavers down all the way to the gazebo. I'm like, wow, this is ambitious. But I don't want you working a table saw. So we went and bought this lumber, and there's my 11-year-old ass with a handsaw. Oh. <laughs> Dad, can we get a... No, you'll cut your hands off. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> Hours of me sawing. Just, and he's trying to put some, put some hair on your chest. Nope, didn't work. We're Swedish. That doesn't happen. We don't get that. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. They got to cut my hands off the hand I almost did twice. I hit my thumb a couple of times, I think on purpose. Deep down, I think subconsciously, I was trying to cut my fingers off to teach him a lesson. And by the way, the end result looked like we built an entrance to a Chinese restaurant. It was the ugliest thing of all time. And we painted it bright red. And my dad's like, isn't it beautiful? My mom came out. She goes, this is coming down. And this was not coming down. One thing about a construction dad who did big sites, footers. Dude anchored everything into the earth. Like, you can't, you can't, and he'd always brag, this is never coming down. He built a little wall <laughs> of cinder blocks and poured concrete in all the cinder blocks. Yeah. You could drive a truck into that. I'm like, why would we want to do that? It ain't coming down. And my mom would come out and look and go, what is that? It's the new gazebo. Oh my God. That's the ugliest thing ever, Dan. It, 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 tear it down. You can't tear it down. It's the strongest structure. Probably hurricane rated. Why? We live in the desert. Shut up. It looks great. And then my dad would sit there by himself under this stupid Chinese gazebo <laughs> drinking a the beer. The pagoda. He was so proud. My mom never, I don't think my mom ever got under that thing. She hated it. 
And she was right. It didn't it didn't go with anything. And then also our paver job was uh didn't look like the drawing, let's just say that. <laughs> I look I, I I I have followed in his footsteps, but and now the guy built like he sends me stuff now. He built a barn in Texas by himself. He and his farmhand built this beautiful stable for eight horses. And I'm like, who did that? And he goes, Me. His farmhand. He said, Me and old Yella. That's what he calls the farmhand. <laughs> I didn't ask. That's what his nickname is. It was me and Yella built that. I'm like, two dudes built this beautiful structure? Yeah. Was it prefab? Nope. Did you have table saws? Of course we had table saws. You mother <laughs> I cut all those things with my hands. Denson, ready yeah. to build. Yeah. It isn't that Yella. It isn't. <laughs> it, in fact. His, his ranch like Bonanza. I learned this. I learned this. From my dad's farmhand. He's uh, um, half African-American, half something else. And he's got a like a cocoa quality to him, his skin. And he called himself Yella. And I'm like, why does he call himself Yella? My dad's like, well, back in the day when you were mixed. This is my dad talking, not me. When you were mixed, <clears throat> they called you high Yella. And I'm like, that's got to be insulting to somebody. And he goes, it is. It's a complete slur. Like, so you guys call him Yella? He calls himself that. I'm like, yeah, but still, you probably shouldn't follow through. I know a few guys who don't mind being called the N-word amongst friends. But hi, Yella, coming from your 70-year-old white ass, probably not too favorable. He doesn't care. All right. <laughs> and then he and, he and Yella are out there picking up donkeys together. Yella can carry a 400-pound donkey like no problem. Like he picks him up. See, I thought it was that guy that cleaned out the things over at Tony Roma's. The no yellow hand. That's box. a different okay. thing. That yeah, was right. John Rodriguez. That's everyone was that. He just looked like a Native American, and our bartender called him Yellow Hand because he always wore that big yellow glove. <laughs> yeah. If you need a project done, hire out. Don't don't put me in. And I, what I need is a wealthy handyman who's not going to steal my stuff. <laughs> the problem I have is not uh, bigotry by people. It's. Uh, uh, poor people. I don't want poor workers in my pool seeing my bikes and stuff. Bikes are mainly the thing. That's my uh-oh moment. I don't want those stolen. And all they have to do is get up for a few seconds and then poke their heads into the storage thing and see all my bikes. And the next thing you know, at night, I got ninjas running all over the backyard swiping bikes because they know where they are. And that's a guarantee, and I don't care what anybody says. you got construction at your house. you got construction in your neighborhood. Somebody's getting robbed. Somebody's getting robbed. Those const- That's why those construction sites, you know, they sometimes tie everything up and have it on a crane, elevate the toolbox. Oh, they'll pick it all up, yeah, because yeah. they know that yep. some of those workers are temporary and they come back to the site because they've seen the site and they're like, I know where this is, I know where that is. Every car in my neighborhood has been rifled through because there's so much construction going on right now. It's it's constant. When my When I had my Armada... Uh, somebody was doing all new landscaping down the road and I had a nice Nissan Armada with big, you know, super big tires and wheels on it. I came out one morning and it was on blocks and not on cinder blocks on those weird little pavers with the Mexican sleeping Mexican on them. And I'm like, well, I know who did this. It's those landscaping guys. They just took their, their little sleeping Mexicans and boosted my car up and took all the tires. They left their business card. They basically, they, they left it. It was like Zorro. They just put a Z on it. I'm like, well, I know exactly who did this. this is a landscaping guy. Nobody just walks around with those, although fairly clever to make the landscapers look guilty. 
to have the sleeping Mexican pavers <laughs> prop up a Nissan Armada. The calling card. I was actually fairly impressed how they did that. I don't know how you get... Uh, Work one wheel full, off. Oh, and then, yeah, they had to do all of them. All four of them. A Nissan Armada propped up all four on sleeping Mexican tiles. And I don't know why you want that in your backyard either. That seems bigoted and racist. But four tires gone, all on those thin sleeping Mexican tiles. And that it was almost like a Batman. You have been heat. <laughs> oh, you Harlequin hooligans, you'll get yours. <laughs> And I put up signs in Spanish on my porch that said, try again, all over the place, just because I put my car out again just after I got the wheels put back. Try again. And I wrote it in English and in Spanish. Because I know who did it. But yeah, construction, everybody in construction knows. There's a few dudes that are temps. They show up for a day. They eyeball the land. They do some painting. They get out of Dodge. Their friends come back at night, and they go through the cars. I've already had my Jeep. How about your uh, Sholo? Oh, for God's sake, don't get into that. This is the day after Christmas. The whole house got robbed. Strutting around in your oh, jeans. They're putting my paintings on. When they caught the dude in his apartment, there was Z Gallery furniture in this 800-square-foot studio. Watching it on your TV. With my paintings on the wall. I get a t- text from the cops. Wow. Yeah, text from the cops at uh, like 11 at night. He goes, hey, uh, can I call you? And I'm like, sure. He goes, hey, I want to send you some pictures. And I'm like, okay. And he sends me pictures. These beautiful paintings I had are on his. This is the dumpiest apartment ever with the nicest stuff you could imagine. I'm like, yeah, that's all mine. He goes, you want it back? And I'm like, absolutely not. You want to press charges? And I'm like, yes. Give that to charity or whatever. I don't know what's going on. but it's And all my stuff was in his apartment. All the good stuff. His apartment looked absolutely beautiful except for the you know the giant six foot grain silo bong on the table and i didn't know they caught the guy i thought oh they caught a couple of them oh wow it, there was a group because they stole as one guy was doing a drywall or something over there on the yeah. hey, man i walk right into these yeah. jeans yeah well, the best part is is that that con- your jeans oh he had all my yeah, clothes what? yeah they took oh, everything I didn't know. that was just like dude was my size and stuff he was a meth head. He was a, a, a just a you know, everybody in Sholo's a meth head. <laughs> so, yeah, the dude's, dude's in his Dua Lipa shirt sitting in my jeans. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. I don't know why I'm getting blamed for everything. Well, like everything in your apartment is that guy's. Like there's pictures of me in the same clothes. I'm like these are mine. <laughs> He's got a KUPD shirt on. He's got Holmberg written on his back, and like everything about the dude was. He I went to my. this Dua Lipa concert. Yeah, I've been. To, I've seen this dude. <laughs> it's a woman. What? Got a big nose. But yeah, they, uh, it's ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, Sholo was... And Sholo was worse because I hired these guys to do some drywall and flooring. And then they realized, hey, nobody's on this street. They robbed every house on yeah. the street. <laughs> oh, man. Every single house. There were four houses on the road. All of them got robbed. Ransacked. I wanted to go up there with you and knock on the dude's door before they... Uh, I don't know where it was. I just know the apartment. That cop called me, and he was laughing. He's like, you got to see this place. It is beautiful stuff in the worst place you could imagine. My silverware, like kitchen, uh, like, you know, knickknacks. Welcome to Holmberg Cabin, like my little bear. <laughs> that's my live, laugh, love sign. Yeah, was- <laughs> that's mine. Hey, that's a picture of me. You didn't even change it out of the frame. This is the time... That a deer came up to the front door, and uh, I stood next to it. That's not you, though. And I stood next to a glass door with an elk standing on the other side of it and took a, a selfie of me with a digital camera. 
I had to take time to print that, put it in a frame. So pictures of you and Megan on the oh, wall and stuff. It was, stuff beautiful. It was, was his apartment. It, it, it was amazing. Eight by ten, a Chuck RT. <laughs> it's true. My PlayStation, everything. The dude just looked in my house and went, "I'm keeping most of this." Crackhead. <laughs> Best part of that story was when I got robbed. They called me December 26th. They call me up. I go, do you live at, uh, it's 4526 Delane Road. I'm like, yeah. Uh, your whole street got broken into last night. It broke into your house. I'm like, ah, I guess how fast can you be up here? I'm like, three hours. I mean, it's door to door is three hours. I'll get in the car and go. And he goes, all right. I had forgotten that I was in a uh, contest. We called it the Auschwitz contest over the holidays to see who could lose the most weight in 10 days. Me and Darren and <laughs> Marty. And so all I was doing was taking Xlax. That was it. Because it, right. weigh-in day was the next day. So I took some, get the call, damn it, get to pacing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I forgot about the X-lax. Clenching wasn't helping. And I won't poop anywhere but at my homes. Like, it's a mental thing. So I am gurgling for the last hour and a half. So I called him, thinking I'm wise. Like, uh, I said, yeah, I'm about uh, 45 minutes out. And I'm like, okay. Really about 15 minutes out. So then I could go in there. Destroy a bathroom. I'm barely going to make it. Tears are rolling down. I'm going to get there. And uh, I pull up, and there's like nine cop cars there. And I pull up, and he goes, hey, we got here a little early. And I'm like, great. I'll be right back. <laughs> Ran up to the upstairs bathroom and unloaded the foulest filth Andy Dufresne ever crawled through ever. <laughs> I filled that toilet up and realized, oh, the water's turned off. It's winter. Oh, no. There's a single flush. <laughs> it left the worst stains like Brady's toilet stains, oh, like you know, bad diet stains. Filter. Just brutalized it. I didn't get a good wipe going. Couldn't turn the shower on because I couldn't double flush. I, I couldn't do it. So I sit there. I got mud butt. I run back outside, turn the water back on, and I come back in. The cops are like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Did uh, did this guy come back? Did he use the toilet? They didn't think I had time to do the damage I'd done. It's like we think he, we might have some DNA evidence. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Don't worry about it." <laughs> You do that? I'm like, just stay out of that room. He didn't steal anything out of that room. <laughs> do it for your own good. No, sure. <laughs> just, you know what? Do your f- job. Get out of here. I think the guy wrecked your bathroom. We're so sorry. None of us. I'm like, yeah, it's terrible. I got to take a shower real quick because I got stuff on my thighs. <laughs> so, yeah, if you've got construction at your house, you're getting robbed. You're getting robbed. My Jeep right now, because I've had my neighbor's house has been under construction. Mine has some stuff going on. Uh, I left my white Jeep and the, went out and the door was wide open and somebody went through my glove box. And I think they stole the uh, the key to my uh, tires. The lug nut? The lug nut, the yeah. lock. That's the only thing I can't find. And I'm like, ah, did I lose that or did they take it? And they took it. I'm like, ah. And they just, they didn't take anything else. They just went through it and got that. So, Well, you're going to have sleeping Mexican tiles there pretty soon <laughs> under your Jeep. <laughs> yeah, probably. I got to keep my eyes on that, but. Everything will be in the garage, so. It'll be propped up on a couple of hand-carved animals. (laughs) (laughs) I would, see, I'd appreciate that. That's a gift. Wow, that's a gazelle. That's beautiful. Or a pony in full, like, (laughs) like, rearing. (laughs) Anyway, what are you going to do? So, projects and me, not good. But when I hire people, even worse. I lose everything. 
And I just remember hearing that guy in the back when the cops are going through his apartment. That's mine, man. <laughs> That's all you heard. I'm like, is he still there? He's like, we're talking to him right now. I just, the dude knew me. Like, the cop up in Shola, was, uh, he became my buddy. So he's like, I'm calling you just because I think this is your stuff. And before we even go forward. And the, the dude is, this is mine, man. That's all you heard in the background. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? And then they got him out of there. It was pretty awesome. Anyway, uh, for Brady, I got an email from a guy named Patrick. And he says, hey, uh, I saw this on a freebie app. And I thought of Brady. Like, oh, our nice. listeners are thinking about us. This is nice. That's a picture, and I can't make out what the picture is. It's a big pile of something. Oh, here I got I got that email oh, too. Yeah, it says I'll my wife. My wife has lots of breast milk that my children can't use. If anyone has a need for it, <laughs> we're willing to give it out for free, no charge, because we understand others need help and feel uh, the need to reach out. Breast milk was tested and certified uh, through Shea uh, Scottsdale Shea Medical. So I hope my post will be allowed and help someone. If you want, Brady, there, there you go. go. There's big piles of your dream, which Man, is man, uh, that is a. Straight from the tap milk that evidently you're into in a huge way. If you'd like that, we'll buy it. We'll pay for it. When I run out of the stuff I already have. Do you like it warm from the tap or this is frozen? And I can get it fresh. Yeah. You like to see it actually come out. Like you, yeah. like you like the process more than the actual result. All right. Well, that makes loads of fun. All right. Well, we'll keep that on the back burner. All right. That milk well, yeah, kinda, pass that along. If it doesn't spoil, then... But if you're a lady who's breastfeeding, uh, be bogan at 98kupd.com and he'll pay top dollar for that. 350. 350. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. Morning Sickness. Also, uh, I speak for every Cardinal fan, even though I'm not one, and saying, F you guys. Thanks for charging us for games. Colt McCoy. Coach McCoy got cut. I couldn't believe that. Two positions. Okay. They're tanking. Out and out, dude. And it's not supposed to be allowed in the NFL. I predict this. The Cardinals are going to so obviously tank that they're going to muck up how to tank and get their their draft picks taken away. You, you're not allowed to tank in the NFL out loud. People do it, but you're not allowed to tank in the NFL. NBA put a stop to it. Because there were teams just saying in the beginning of the year, we're not going to try this year. We're gonna, it's a rebuilding. The Cardinals are definitely in a, in a rebuild. But the NFL doesn't tolerate tanking and, and going for first picks. This obviously. Joshua Dobbs is going to start. I, look, the Steelers drafted him years ago. I know Joshua Dobbs. I know him very well as a quarterback. He's smart. He's good. You can't rely on him for whole games, especially on a bad team. This well, is a full tank job. Didn't go from your squad to the Browns to the Brownies, and, then, and yeah, yeah and then he, so he's back and he's forth. a weathered vet. Yeah, he's yeah, but he's a weathered third string vet. The dude that's could, not tanking, man. That's an upgrade. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let me tell you this: uh, <laughs> McCoy is a better quarterback. Well, and they lost a coach. Which one did they McCoy. lose? McCoy. Oh yeah, the yeah. Holy, the offensive coordinator from last year. Maybe that's why Colt liked the old system better. <laughs> But this is a full-out tanking, and I understand why. They're not allowed to say that. They're, they're acting like they're putting a competitive product on the field. Cardinals, if you if you have the, you're gonna lose people. You're charging people for this. If your game plan is, now you're still paying Kingsbury. You're still paying Kime. You got Gannon on the hook for a little while. What are you doing? This is a one-win football team right now. Joshua Dobbs being at the helm is a one-win team. If he surprises me and becomes this great quarterback, he'll have done it to every single team in the NFL because nobody 
wanted Josh Dobbs starting. No one. Um, no one. So it's a you know I don't think anyone was looking forward to Colt McCoy starting either. No, they knew. And then they're like, that's what would you com- rather see? Colt McCoy three games into it just it's but I'll just tell you horrible this. or a new guy getting lambasted. He's going to get hurt. Your tolerance of Josh the new Dobbs guy is, is going to get hurt. And your tolerance of the new guy is nothing. You, you take the better player. That's how you do it. And if you cut good players for lesser players, and I know Colt McCoy wasn't, and nobody was excited about Colt McCoy, but when you take somebody who's, who couldn't beat Colt McCoy out of the job, and Joshua Dobbs wouldn't have, you've obviously taken a step back. It isn't about like, well, they're about even. They're not. Colt McCoy's more experienced. He's, he showed last year, look, he's not good, but he'll get you through a game. And would maybe he, even would compete. He fit the system a little bit better? No. Because well, they're no, probably going to have him run a lot. Joshua Dobbs is a very, he's a rocket scientist, for real. Like, he's a, a rocket scientist. That is his college education and beyond. He's a very smart guy. And you're going to love him on your team. He's a backup. He's a career backup. Putting him in the starting role. You've already downgraded from Colt McCoy. This is a blatant attempt for the number one and number two pick because they've got Houston's pick, too. But they're going to lose their pick. They're going to screw around and people are going to be like, you're not putting a competitive product on the field. And actually, we understood you were bad, and now you're cutting decent players for lesser players. That's obvious. Something's going to give here. Idiots. And I don't like Colt McCoy as a starter. But that was their best option. That was their, you know, their veteran, their oldest guy. He was terrible last year because the team's terrible. You're not going to see an upgrade with Joshua Dobbs. They've done nothing. Else. I feel terrible for the players when the front office. It's the same thing at ASU when the front office is basically saying, "Hey, go give your give your all, put 100 percent out there for a team that we're not putting anything behind. Go break your legs or, or risk your, uh, you know, Demar Hamlin or Ryan Shazier moment there for this team. No way." Talked to a season ticket holder yesterday. He's like, I think most season ticket holders know what they they're do. getting into, and and they're looking forward to. Uh, he's like, and I think we'll eh. we'll spin um, uh, Kyler eventually. You're not going to spin him anytime soon. That's what I said. I'm, I'm like, he's how, how do you do that? Well, he's like, we're used to not getting anything for a couple players. <laughs> They'll release him. They're going to yep. release him because nobody. Everybody knows the pickle the Cardinals are in with Kyler Murray. Nobody's going to trade. And be like, all right, you made this bed. You pay him $30 million. We'll wait until you can't do it anymore. Isn't there a rumor going around that he may not even play this year? Uh, it's there, but I, he'll play. But I wouldn't if I was him. I'm not coming back off a bum knee behind that line with this oh, team. Oh, and six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go back in and save the day. Are you crazy? No. And I think you're right. Most season ticket holders know what they got into. They knew it was going to be bad. They didn't know the team was just going to keep trying to get worse. Like, there isn't, a, there isn't a roster in the NFL worse than the one the Cardinals are putting out. And they just made it a little less. Not drastically, but enough to go, hey, guys, come on. I get Joshua Dobbs can start. Now what's behind him? Clayton Toon. Really? Great back. Yes, come on. Joshua Dobbs and Clayton <gasps> Toon. Right. Uh, it's it's ridiculous that, that they're charging people. And most season ticket holders got renewed, thinking, I know it's going to be a bad year, but the future, no, they're killing you. And I know Colt's not the future, but at least he'd have kept you competitive. <laughs> Go back to my plan. Any game you lose by 14 or more is free to a season ticket holder. Next year you get a free game. That shows me you're going to try to compete. Even if you lose by 38, there's you got stake in the game too. We're not the only losers out there. 
you know, because my friend has that bank suite out there at that stadium. They didn't budge the prices to go, hey, we're not putting a very good product out there this year. So, you know, if I order a double patty and get a single patty, the restaurant owner is pretty much going to say we're not charging you for the double. That's all I'm asking. What stinks is they, they're in the McCoy suite, and they're like, what do we do now? <laughs> Colt will be up there every Dobbs. weekend now. <laughs> Joshua Dobbs. And how dare you even try to sell his jersey? I saw that yesterday, too. Don't. Don't you sell people a Josh Dobbs jersey. No. That is a stopgap. Lily pad of a quarterback. You're, you, everybody knows you're drafting another one next You'll year. see. Tankers. It's the bane of sports as a business now. It's the tanking. There's too much pride in the NFL player to set that out there. You're going to have bigger problems. They're going to turn on the coach. You're killing the atmosphere. You're killing the culture. You think you're doing something good. You're not. You're like you said, it, it, you know, it has to have something to do with the system maybe. And, and I get it. It has the, nothing the to do with the system at all. wants his own, you know, look, I'm, I'm bringing my own it's players in. This is from the top down. This isn't about bringing his own players in. This isn't about anything. It's a full tank. Isaiah Simmons for a seventh rounder is a middle finger to Steve Kime. All this is, and, and just saying, well, he's not what we wanted. This isn't about his system. This is about a full out tank the season and guarantee the number one pick next year. That's all they're trying to do. They, there's, there is, I swear, you look at the rosters in the NFL, the Cardinals are like the like 38th worst. There's like seven or eight the high school teams in between. They're putting out a, a product that's brutal. And I feel bad for the players that are, you know, NFL quality, but they're getting no help. And all I ask is that the Cardinal front office. Still get your Colt McCoy jersey. You still get your McCoy jersey while they last. Do they discount them yet? Uh, yeah, sixty-four. Slashed to sixty-four dollars. You can still get D Hop uh, jerseys. You can uh, get Tillman, yeah. Bolden, D Hop, James Connor. <laughs> Poor James Connor is a cancer survivor. Hasn't he been through enough trading? The Kyler Murray was at twenty-five bucks. Maybe that's a kid's jersey. Well, they're all kids' jerseys. They're Kyler Murray jerseys. Oh, look at that reduced to twenty-three ninety-nine. Twenty-three bucks for a Kyler Murray jersey. Oh, it's preschool. <laughs> oh, there we go. So it's so it's so Kyler's so yeah. game worn so probably. That actually could be from the games. JJ Watt's still up there. Patrick Peterson. They don't have any. They're selling guys who've been on three teams since the Cardinals. Patrick Peterson plays for the Steelers now. In between playing for the Vikings and Cardinals. What an embarrassing franchise. A disaster. And you know what'll never happen, Cardinal fan. This team will never do anything good so long as the name Bidwell's attached to it. The only way this culture changes, this guy thinks he's so clever, he's an idiot. The only way this culture changes is if that dude finally just gets bounced. You, here's what you need to hope for and, and cheer for as a Cardinal fan. Some sort of uh, racist email. That's the, that's what you've got to start cheering for because he is, and then get the whole owners group to bounce him. Like you they, want Papa John up there taking taking control. I, we need to see, we need you to get some of your people up there and <laughs> encourage that. Wear a wire and try to get him to say something terrible. Uh, women, uh, minorities, uh, homosexuals, something. The dude needs to pop off with the slur and get the boot. That's the only way this franchise changes direction. This whole rebuild. It's got Bidwell fingerprints on it. He's going to screw it up. The table and the uh, water for the water and stuff is broken. We need to get yellow up here to fix it. <laughs> there you go. Get old yellow up there. Like, what do you say? You know, hi, yellow. <laughs> we got him. 
Yeah, it, it's that's the only way this team has a chance. So, Cardinal fans, I feel for you. I hate your team. I don't know why you cheer for them. I know it's a local thing and all that, but with DirecTV and the way that the NFL Sunday ticket happened, you could stay with your, uh, you know, your Hearts team back home. We're all from somewhere else. But I don't know, I, and I admire your fortitude to cheer for that nonsense. I'm a Suns fan. I'm a Cubs fan. I get it. But the stands got to be empty, though. Whew. Yeah, the best. And like Brett says, vote with your dollar. Don't yeah. go to the games. I don't know how in the world at all that they have the, the balls. Why do they even have an advertising campaign this year to sell tickets? Just to show face to the rest of the league that they're trying? They shouldn't even do it. They shouldn't insult you with a, hey, come buy a ticket to this. Why? Help buy players for next year. Yeah. Yeah, just just say it. We're tanking this season. Want to see it? It's embarrassing. It's kind of hilarious. Come out and watch Josh Dobbs for a few weeks. <laughs> we'll give you a free jersey. If you gave away Josh Dobbs jerseys, all right, maybe. But it's still a useless jersey. Terrible franchise. Worst in the NFL. You're the 80s Los Angeles Clippers, so long as Michael Bidwell and any Bidwell is attached to it. Period. Stop. They can get mad at me all they want. Oh, you talk bad about yeah, we're talking bad about the Cardinals. You're tanking. You're fleecing fans. It's the worst thing in sports. I've seen it. It's not fun. Uh, it's six twenty four. Let's get a wake up song. Maybe a goodbye to Coach McCoy, who I actually admired for standing behind that line last year and doing the best he could with absolutely nothing around him. Uh, give us a wake up song. Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up. <laughs> out of control now. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.